Welcome to Cozy Cast. This is your host, Chloe Taylor, and here we talk about manifestation, mindset, and creating your dream life into reality. So grab your favorite beverage and get cozy so I can help you unfold your real magic and show you just how valuable you already are. Hello there. I hope you are cozy. I hope you got some fuzzy socks. I hope you got a blanket, some warm beverages, and I hope that this message comes to you at a time exactly when you need it and exactly how you need to hear it. So this week, I am actually going to be talking a little bit about gratitude. And I really wanted to start my entire podcast with speaking about gratitude because I really do believe personally for myself and maybe for some of you guys, gratitude to me is the foundation at almost everything I potentially build myself on top of. And if you're coming from a state of gratitude, it means all of the difference in everything that you do. And it's very easy for us also to stray from that mindset. So bringing it back to the foundation, bringing it back to that beginning stage, it's always going to be a good pivotal point of reference for you. So I really wanted to start with gratitude before I started with anything else. And so let's go ahead and start with that. You know, what is gratitude? Now, I could have looked up this whole definition and gone the super smart, like, I don't know, freaking smart cookie way, whatever the smart emoji is. I think I'm talking about like Rosanna Pansino, where she's like smart cookie. I don't know if you guys don't watch her on YouTube, I probably sound like a crazy person. But uh, gratitude to me personally is, I mean, feeling grateful, obviously. I mean, (laughs) I feel like that's a given gratitude, grateful. Um, To me, it's, it's a state in which you are holding onto a grateful feeling and you you allow yourself to truly feel it. It's not just being grateful and saying you're grateful for a bunch of things and then walking away from it. It's really taking a few quiet moments to feel into it and allow it's almost like you allow your heart to expand a little bit when you think about things that you know, make you feel really good and things that you definitely couldn't go out and probably do on your own or have on your own, or it may be another person, another thing, another place, uh, whatever it might be. So we'll get into the more of the specifics here in a little bit, but I also want to share with you guys how I got started on this path of expressing gratitude pretty well, I would say every single day. And I'm going to first open up by saying that this was not always my truth. I actually think, um, especially through my adolescent years, like teenage years, I'm 27 years old now. I definitely think as most teenagers do, I don't think this is uncommon. I do think that I went through a very selfish phase. I think that I definitely grew up with a lot of privileges. Do I think that made me selfish? No, absolutely not. And I don't think anybody that grew up in a certain type of household should be blamed for that. I do think, though, when you become conscious of the things that you're doing and saying, that's when maybe it's a little bit of a problem. And I will say through my teenage years, I definitely was, I don't even know if selfish is the right word. It would be more ungrateful, but I feel like selfish and ungrateful can kind of get mixed up sometimes. And I feel like I felt like the world owed me something. You know, I I grew up handicapped. I was born handicapped. I felt like 
I wasn't good enough for this. I was too good for that. Kind of like every teenager does. You know, you feel like you're too old for this, too young for that. And everything in between is just kind of a mess. (laughs) And I do think that I came from a very ungrateful place because I was just not a happy person. And honestly, I'm willing to tell you, not that I think I was ungrateful until about age 25, 26. I just don't think that the gratitude really set in until I had something that I like to call a break moment. And I don't know if this is actually like a thing in psychology or if there's an actual term for this. This is just something that I picked up from some like rom-com a long time ago. It was in a prettier setting, but to me, a break moment is really when something happens, whether it's good or bad or something you deem good or bad. And there is the time before this and the time after this, like, and that's how you remember it. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a good, a good explanation here. Well, the one that I'm about to tell you will make a lot of sense, but you know, like, okay, if you have graduated from high school already, say that you think about that the time before you graduated and the time after that's a really big break moment in a lot of people's lives. And that's how you describe things to other people. Oh, when I was in school versus when you were no longer in school, or if you were in college, you know, after you graduated college. So I would say that that's a very big pivotal break point, break, break point moment. Um, so I don't think that I was completely ungrateful for all of those years or selfish or what have you, but I will say this, that, and I'm probably going to reference this a lot because it was a very pivotal point in my life and it was a very big turning point. And just, I genuinely feel like this moment was where I really started to figure out who I was and who I wanted to be and how I wanted to present myself to the world. And in the fall of 2017, my sister Kelsey actually passed away and it was very unexpected. She was 30 years old. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. That's all, that's all you can really say about death. Like there's no sugar coating it. There's no, like you could say a lot of nice things, but it is what it is. That person is no longer here now and that sucks and it still sucks. It doesn't hurt quite as bad as it did when it first happened, but it still sucks. It will probably still always suck. But the thing with that for me, this was the first time somebody that had died to me. This is the first time somebody very close to me had died. Let's put it that way. And I mean, I'd had like grandparents pass away and I'd had, um, other friends, parents pass away. And don't get me wrong, those people were significant in my life. And I don't fault like, you know, anybody who's passed away. I think everybody is a beautiful, unique person. But these were people that didn't have super active roles in my life. And maybe I saw them every once in a while, but it was never somebody that was so heavily invested in my life. And that doesn't make anyone more or less important. But I do feel like when it's somebody like your own parent or your own sibling or your own child or whoever that might be to you in association, it's, it hits so much harder. And her death really, I'm not trying to tell you, I think she had to die for me to have this experience. So please don't take that away from this. But I actually do kind of equate her passing in my life now as a blessing in disguise. Only for me, though. Like, again, if I could go back, obviously, I would choose to have my sister than to get to live the life that I live now 100% a thousand times over. Please don't think that that's what I'm trying to say. But I do think there is gratitude even in that to be expressed from me, even in something so dark and so sad. 
there is gratitude from me going into that. So, you know, that was, I was, I'm 27 now. I think I was 26 when that happened because I'll be 28 this year. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I was 26, but I'm almost 28 now. So with that, I kind of did like full shock system on my life. And I was like, wow, like, I don't think I ever had the conscious thought of like, if I died tomorrow, what would I be doing with my life? And what would I be proud of? I don't think that was like an actual thought that came through my mind. But I think without even realizing I was consciously doing it, that's what I was doing. I was taking stock of all of the different components of my life, who I was, how I was living out my life. Um, how I wanted to carry myself and how I wanted to, if I had, say, die tomorrow, what kind of, what kind of, um, what kind of description would I want left behind of me? And all I could think about was, I feel like either I'm going to go out with nothing <laughs> and nobody's going to remember anything about me, or they're going to have this really garbage opinion of me. And I'm, don't get me wrong. We all have shitty things that people say about us. I love, people love to label me as selfish and bossy and overly sensitive. And I could sit here and give you like a million different things that people love to throw at me from like a negative standpoint. And that was all I could think about is, Wow if I continue to like live how I'm living, and that's a whole other topic for a whole other time talking about labels and how they're really not real. Um, but that was my thought process is, wow, if I went out tomorrow, these are the beliefs that people would have about me. Is that really what I want to present to the world? And I also had to really dive deep into myself and say, okay, is that who I actually am? Am I selfish? Am I bossy? Am I this, this, and this? And I actually think I need to thank some of those people in my life that said those things to me. Like, I'm not trying, I'm actually trying to come at this from a grateful perspective. Like, I think it's really good sometimes to have those types of things said about us, because they actually give you the ability to look at that and say, hey, is this the person that I am? You know, if one person calls you a horse's ass, it doesn't make you a horse's ass, but it gives you the thought process or it should, I hope most of you are doing this, internalize that. Look at yourself and say, hey, am I a horse's ass? And if you are, make adjustments. But if you're not, or maybe you're totally comfortable being a horse's ass, then be the horse's ass. Be the best one that you can be. So <laughs> sorry, that might have been a little blunt, but that's really what I'm trying to get at. You know introspection was a huge part of this for me. And through a lot of those really dark days when I had first lost her, I don't know why, but this one thing, and I don't know if she'll ever hear this podcast, but um, Vicky, I don't know what her married name is now. And I apologize because I'm going to call her Vicky Gunther. <laughs> I know that that's not what she goes by now, but she actually was the one um, that really left this impression on me years and years and years and years ago, um, in a Sunday school class that I was in at the time, she was talking about grief and how, when her and her spouse at the time had been through so many hardships, the number one thing that they would do with each other that really helped was they would play something called the grateful game. <laughs> 
And basically, you go down the alphabet and you think of something for every single letter when you're feeling down. And I have actually done this for years and years and years and years and just never really thought anything of it. Like, oh, like A is for apples and B is for my boyfriend who is now my husband. But, you know, like things like that. And they could be simple or they could be huge things. So... I realized that this was something I defaulted back to. I was in a very dark place and I thought, okay, what can I do to like lift me up right now? I'm grieving. Oh, I can play the grateful game. (laughs) And that was really where this came from, this, this idea of gratitude. And then from there, it just kind of swung into something so much bigger. I got to the place where every day when I woke up, that was the first thing I would ask myself, okay, what are you grateful for today? And it was no longer a game of the alphabet. It was really taking that seriously. It was telling people in my life that I am so grateful for remembering to tell them, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your time. I'm so grateful for your energy. I'm so grateful that, you know, whatever it might be, Honestly, you know you're a key component of my life if I'm constantly expressing gratitude for you. (laughs) Real talk, though. And if I'm not, maybe I just haven't gotten to you yet. Don't feel shame. But (laughs) that, like, it just led me into so many other practices. And this pushed me towards law of attraction. This pushed me towards abundance. This pushed me towards uh, manifestation. This pushed me towards tarot cards. This pushed me towards basically kind of channeling in to the universe as a whole. And you can call this whatever you want from your spiritual standpoint. I personally call every type of spirituality I feel the universe because I believe that I am the universe. The universe is me. We are all star children with like literally factual information. Uh, The same thing, the same uh, things and particles that make up stars are actually in our blood. So as humans, so fascinating stuff though, right? So I always kind of correlate everything back to a source energy or universal energy or what have you. But this could be God for you. This could be um, Buddha. This could be, you know, whatever you choose to believe in. Please know throughout this podcast, replace things wherever you need to for yourself. But I am going always going to call it the universe because that's my belief system. But do whatever you got to do for you. So this kind of pushed me into all of these other communications. And honestly, I, from where I was at the end of 2017 to where I am now in, you know, February or January, February, I'm not sure exactly when this is going up, but compared to where I am now is like a night and day difference. I have so much more joy. I have so much more energy. I have so much more to give to others. I'm better at self-care. I'm better at self-love. I'm better at showing unconditional love to my support system. Um, They're just so like, even as a community person with all of the things I do online, I truly, truly, truly from a place of gratitude, give myself as much as possible because I realize how grateful I am for everything that's in my life. And so I'm like, wow, how can I do this for someone else? Look at what everybody has always done for me. So that's kind of the big, I hope, I hope that touched on something for you. (laughs) Um, But no, I really like, I feel like I live my life from such a more loving, positive aspect than I used to. And I'm way less cynical about the world. And don't get me wrong, there's still destruction. There's still shitty things that I don't like seeing in the world. But 
I will always choose to choose to be a raging optimist before I will ever be somebody that wants to spread hate and negativity. Uh, that's just not in me to be that way. I really do believe in energy and I believe that other people's energy affects us. And for me personally, I want to be that energy that is going to, you know, replenish you and not drain you. So let's talk about a few things that you could maybe consider for getting into a gratitude practice for yourself. Now, the first thing I want to impose here is that with gratitude, you're, you don't want to do what I did when I first started playing the quote unquote grateful game. You don't want to sit back and just pick things out for the, for the purpose of picking them. You don't want to, you know, if you hate apples, why are you going to say that you're grateful for them? I mean, maybe you're grateful that they feed other people or, you know, animals or what have you. But like, if you hate apples, are you really truly that grateful for them? Or like ants, you know what I'm saying? So unless you really love ants, like don't say that. So don't pick things to be grateful for just for the sake of trying to pretend that you're grateful. Pick things, and it doesn't have to be a list of 26 things. It could be three things for your day. It could be one thing. The only thing I would encourage you to do is place your hands or hand either way over your heart because chakra wise, this is where your heart chakra is. And I also really do believe, again, going back to the energy thing, um, going back to that universal cosmic source energy. And if we are the universe and the universe is us, I believe that the universe truly connects through us first through our through our heart center. And so if you're putting your hand there, it's kind of like an, an active gesture to say, hey, I feel you in there and I want you to feel me and we're just gonna, that might sound really woo woo for some people, but just trust me on this one. Okay. So you're going to put your hand or hands over your heart area. Usually I kind of go like just right in the middle of my chest. Um, I just find that to be kind of the best place and you're going to pick something out. So, you know, maybe for me today, I'm going to say that I am so grateful for, uh, automatic coffee pots. Okay. <laughs> um, if you guys know me from my gaming channel, then you know why that's hilarious. But, um, you know, I'm so grateful for automatic coffee pots because it really helps me get out of bed in the morning. I love coffee. It's something I truly enjoy. I'm so grateful that we have this technology and that I have access to this technology. And then I think about, you know, how that came about, how literally an inventor had to come and make this technology and how before that we only had like certain kinds of other coffee mechanisms. And before that, those coffee beans had to be like grown. You know what I'm saying? Like just really express gratitude for all of the things that you technically don't even have to do. All you got to do is the night before, if you want it automated is pull out your coffee, put it in the coffee pot and then set the timer. Like that's it. You get to do like the most minimal part of all of it. So that's what I mean. When you want to be grateful for something, really take it seriously, really feel into that gratitude and feel, feel those emotions that really are there to back it up. And that's going to make the difference between you wanting to say you're grateful just because, but actually feeling the gratitude instead. And to me, and we'll talk more about this in future episodes for sure. To me, when you are looking to manifest your reality, when we will probably do our next episode, will be all about manifestation. When you are looking to manifest and change your reality, to me, love 
and gratitude are the two highest frequencies at which your reality shifts the fastest. You are like in line with your soul's purpose. You are in line with the things that you want when you are expressing love and you're expressing gratitude. So those are the always the two things that you want to be expressing as often as possible. And gratitude, I'm not going to lie to you, when you're feeling really sad and you're feeling really low, gratitude is that thing, at least for me, or love, if I can't muster the courage or the want or the will to be grateful because I'm really fucking low, um, coming out with, you know, love from another. When you feel that deep sadness, it allows people to come to your aid. So gratitude and love is really where it's at. And I encourage you guys practice that. Think about something that you're really grateful for and trace it back, trace it back to all of the things and all of the hands and all of the people that that thing had to pass through to come to you. Even if it's a person like, dude, Two people's grandparents had to meet and fall in love. And then those people's parents had to meet and fall in love. And like, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe they weren't in love. I don't know their whole story, but you feel, you see what I'm saying, right? Like a lot of crazy things had to happen before you could have whatever that thing is that you're so grateful for. So take that into consideration when you're thinking about gratitude and that is really the best advice I have for you. I hope this was meaningful to you guys. I hope you got something out of it. I hope that this podcast is going to be something that we can really jump off towards together. And, you know, maybe we can hold each other's hands because it's weird. I'm not going to lie to you to not have a co-host for a podcast, but because normally I do my Twin Flames podcast that I'll link down below with my co-host. It's weird to do something on my own like this. I've never done this before. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this and please know, please know in each and every day, in each and every way, there is always something you can do to add value to the world. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you again next week. Bye. loved what you heard today, be sure to leave me a review or even better, come support me on my main hub anchor. And if you'd love even more cozy in your life, be sure to follow me all around the web, including a YouTube channel, Instagram, and even a blog, all of that and more linked down below. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. And remember that each and every day in each and every way you can add value to the world just by being yourself.